it's DTS79 and a Bungie Instagram post has people speculating if we'll see Vault of Glass and Crotus End again in 2016. Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What's up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny the Show number 79. Diddy, how are you doing this week? I am getting pretty tired because this is the first full week we've had Flynn, our new standard poodle puppy. And man, mm-hmm. he is just a ball of energy and it takes a lot of work training a new puppy. <laughs> I bet, dude. How's he doing? How's he adjusting? He's doing awesome. He's super relaxed and super calm and just super sweet. And today or this weekend, we socialized him with a young child, about two and a half years old and um, an older black lab, maybe seven or eight years old. So he's getting a lot of excitement going around so it's really good that uh you know the first like the weeks eight and between eight and 16 weeks of puppyhood is the prime time to socialize him and we're Mm -hmm. trying to introduce him to as many people and dogs and cats and young children as possible just so he's relaxed in any environment that he goes into nice dude very good stuff did you play anything this week yeah, I logged in to get that uh, exclusive emblem between January 7th and the 10th, and I I played Mayhem Clash, and it's the first time I've touched Crucible since I think, well, I guess Iron Banner. That really doesn't, you know, doesn't count, like casually playing Crucible uh, in a couple weeks, and it was really nice, you know. It was my first experience, uh, this is going to blow some people's minds, but it was my first experience with Mayhem settings with Song of Flame. A guy on my team had Song of Flame with his Radiance Warlock, and I was throwing smoke bombs and grenades like it was nobody's business. It was awesome. You loved that, huh? Yeah. It's an underused perk. It was just a right bumper clicking with the stick. That's what my grenade and melee are, and it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I was just locking down these areas. It was awesome. Very good. I also played some Crucible this week. I haven't played in the last few days. My internet's been a little bit junky, but should be getting fixed tomorrow. Played with a bunch of different weapons. Had a lot of fun coming back into Destiny. I've been grinding the Titan. The Titan is like 290 light, but it nice, would be dude. closer to 300 if I could get a legendary artifact. Because I've got all these stinking artifacts from my Warlock. <laughs> but you can't infuse them. Well, you can infuse them, but I have yet to get a legendary artifact yet to right. use for infusion but enjoying it man taking a break and coming back it's such a chill game to just sit back like watch youtube and do strikes you know just relax or listen to destiny the show right or any other podcast for that matter <laughs> crucible radio giving you tips while you're playing the crucible <laughs> yeah that's probably it let's hop into the news First up, I want to do a shout out over to N64Josh, who wrote a book, The Strategy Guide to Full-Time Streaming, and the link for this is on our website as well. He reached out uh, to me a little bit earlier this week. For those of you guys who don't know N64Josh, he's at N64Josh 
over on Twitter, and he's part of the Aim Assist podcast. And he's put together uh, an audiobook as well as a regular ebook talking about how you can become a full time streamer. And I'll read here from the website Do you dream of being a full time streamer? Do you understand the work that is involved in making that dream a reality? With this strategy guide, I will walk you through the process of building and growing an audience for your stream. Growth doesn't happen overnight, but I lay out a plan to expedite the process so you can reach your dream faster. You'll have to put in the work to make your dream a reality. If you're looking for overnight success, don't buy the book. I give you a strategy, but it's your hard work that will bring success. So I got the chance to actually take a look at this, Diddy. Very cool. And if somebody is listening to this who is interested in the world of streaming or even just YouTube in general or creating digital media and content, uh, it's pretty cool. And he's got, like I said, an ebook option, an audiobook option, or the both paired together. So the link for that will be on our website, or you can check it out over at N64Josh on Twitter, which is pretty sweet. Awesome. Up next, I wanted to just briefly mention the Bungie tweet that went out this week in which they said, the Bungie Weekly Update will return on January 21st. Not a major reveal, but a preview of our February update. More to come, dot, dot, dot. So Diddy, what do you make of this? Obviously, we had been talking, as well as a bunch of other streamers, hoping that when they came back on the 21st, we'd see something a little bit more major. Seems like they're trying to uh, suppress the the hopes of folks before things get out of hand, would you say? Yeah, uh, I think uh, the February update is going to be welcome for obviously it's going to be any update to the game is going to be welcome. But I think uh, I think we're going to really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. What do you I mean, when they say February update, do you expect there to be February event tied to this update or what what do you think? I would say I'm I'm hoping for a February event. Yes, I don't think it's going to be weapon change, weapon balance changes. Um, I think they're going to maybe introduce some type of, I don't know, maybe patrol event like we saw with the treasure chests farming with the either keys for House of Wolves. I'm I'm expecting something like that. It's a little bit low key, but it's also going to keep players invested. And then maybe if they do introduce that patrol um, world event, it you know it carries into the next major world event that they add in in March, April, May, whenever, um, whatever you acquire there in the February event is going to carry over. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, kind of reminiscent of how the House of Wolves event started about a week before it actually came out. We were all running around the different planets trying to farm our, our keys as much as we could, just hoping what was going to be next. I think that's realistic. I would hope that the February update, though, has enough gameplay in it to satisfy SRL was fun, not three weeks worth of fun, as we've mentioned here before. Now, you did mention a balance update. Uh, there will be a balance update coming for PvP balance in the spring, I believe is when John Wisniewski mentioned that. So my bet would be March or April for that kind of a thing. Speaking mm -hmm. of PvP balance, I took Thorn into the Crucible this week to test oh, no. out <laughs> what a lot of the PvP YouTubers are talking about. Thorn is actually pretty stinking good. Now, there's no year yeah. two version. There is no, you know, power level that is up to par for Trials and Iron Banner. And it's no longer two headshot kill, but it's two headshot, one body kill. Extremely good. I will admit that the ADS accuracy increase that we received with the December buff for hand cannons, that stuff is noticeable, man. You can land a lot of shots <laughs> with Thorn at decent mid-ranges. It's not a bad gun at all. In fact, it's pretty pretty good i would say i just yeah, wanted I saw to mention the video that you see. posted out and it, the comments are like man you must be really bad to bring the thorn back out i thought it was really funny 
It's funny that that gun is forever going to be labeled by the broader community as scumbag. Just ridiculous because just a week prior, Mida was being labeled scumbag. Whatever is the dominant PvP weapon gets labeled as scumbag. If it's the thousand yard stare sniper rifle, people are whining about that. You know, LDR flew under the roof or under the uh, radar, really wouldn't you did. say, did he? Yeah, it like, really did because final round was just so prominent back then. Yeah. I mean, people did get salty about it, but things have escalated. It just seems whatever hits the mainstream is the popular gun. Like, I remember when everybody was all pissy about Suros. I mean, the good old Suros days, right? Yeah, I would just, I would love to see guns like Necrochasm be meta and just see how people react. I think that would be hilarious. (laughs) High rate of fire. You know... Auto rifles aren't too bad right now, especially the high rate of fire ones. They can be used to success on certain maps, but I don't think they're as top tier as, let's say, a Mita or Last Word. If you can team shot with ARs, they outshoot almost anything in the game. Anything. Melty, like melt, even, melt. even team shooting with scout rifles or hand cannons or pulse rifles, I think auto rifles are king in, team, in terms of uh, team shooting. Hmm. Interesting. Well, let's talk about the Instagram post that Bungie uh, posted, and they also tweeted this as well. 2016 incoming was the text that they put alongside of the tweet in the Instagram post, and it's a community creation, and it has guardians standing in the old uh, vault of glass armor, the Kaber, how do, how do I say it, Kabir? Yeah, Kaber, Kabir, whichever. Yeah, somebody will correct me on Twitter, I'm sure. I think, and I think it's Kabir, because we did Kabir. hear him say that... Um, in one of the Taken King story missions. Ah, well, very good. 2016 is written at the top of this picture that has people in the Kabir armor. That's the Vault of Glass armor piece for those of you guys who weren't familiar with Year One and Destiny. For the Titans, anyways. For the Titans, yeah. And so, what do you make of this? Do you think this is a tease from Bungie talking about maybe making raids relevant again? And by relevant, yeah. guys, we're, we're talking about Crotazen, Vault of Glass. I think, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, the February update, even though it wouldn't be major, making Vault of Glass and Crota's End armor drop at current endgame tier, if I was Bungie, I wouldn't consider that a major update. I mean, that I might be, be starting a super hype train by saying that kind of thing, but I think that would be considered a minor update, you know, just making uh, older raids armor drop at current light levels. I think that would be a realistic minor update in February. That would be an excellent February update if it were the case. My hope is when they do bring Crota's End and Vault of Glass back and make it relevant and make it something that players want to go through to earn that armor, just giving us rewards that are current tier that motivate folks to go through it again. I hope when that occurs, it's not celebrated as, hey, brand new content, guys. We did a ton (laughs) of work, you know. I was just about to say, could they, could Bungie maybe consider that our February, um, live team update like i'm sure they could yeah (laughs) i'm sure we i mean it depends on the level that they put into it and i'm not trying to cut anybody down i do want to see vault of glass and crotus end have rewards that make them worthwhile to go back through because they're a blast i love those raids it'd be fun if we could actually do more vogs and more ce's because we used to do that all the stinking time but is that really worthy of an event worthy of the hey our live team created a bunch of new content for you or they just sort of tweaked old stuff you know 
Um, the answer would be no if it's as shallow as just updating the armor. If it was yeah. an event where they made um, some type of lore quests tie into it, um, or if they added some type of playlist for the raids, like adding modifiers, nightfall tier yeah. modifiers, I think yes. then you could consider it to be that world event. Um, much like, I would say, Festival of the Lost tier. Uh, I think Sparrow Racing League is a larger side mm-hmm. of just updating older raids. You know, I think totally. just updating the older raids with the quest line and modifiers would be um, medium, not small like Festival of the Lost, but not big like Sparrow Racing League with totally new content there. The tough question is what kind of microtransactions could they put together Oof. for a raid add, event? Add elemental damage to your primary weapons. <laughs> no, they wouldn't do True. that. That's That's not cosmetic. No, they wouldn't do that. Trophy cases? Trophy cases, yes. Oh, my God. Add a trophy case, yeah. Yes, I would pay money for a trophy case to put my older weapons in there because, you know, if they don't want to carry over the weapons because they are elemental primaries into year Mm -hmm. two destiny, you know, people would be earning these weapons at year one values, put them in the trophy case. I think that would be, that would be good, yeah. Where that. would be a good place to display this trophy case? Somewhere in the tower, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Probably across from Lord Saladin for Iron Banner. But then again, it's not open all the time, so that probably wouldn't be a good spot. Um, maybe not in the tower hangar. Um, maybe across from the speaker where Zur usually stands. I think that would be oh. a good spot. There's a door there, right? I wonder if it could be accessible, too, through the actual menu system. You know, when you inspect another player, if the first page that came up actually had some of your trophy weapons or some of your oh, accolades, yeah. achievements from first year that you could pick what you want displayed, you know? Yeah, like feats of accomplishment that your guardian has achieved. Yeah, I've totally. acquired the Favringer. I've acquired Praetorian Foil, one of the probably the rarest gun in the game at this point. I've never seen a Praetorian foil drop, and I've done Vault of Glass maybe 50 times, maybe 100 times. It's really rare. I've never seen it. I'd give you mine if I could, and like (laughs) the 80,000 Praetis Revenge that I have. Okay, so let's play another speculation game. If it's not raids being upped, what do you think a fun February event could be? It's... It can't be Crucible. I don't want it to be Crucible. Um, I would say, let's go back to the patrol mission idea. Um, something that links to a later world event along the lines of the either keys. You know, you mm-hmm. were farming these world events in patrol mode. You know, you got the treasure chest with the either key potentially dropping. And those keys were used for end game content like Prison of Elders. I think something along those lines would be best case scenario uh yeah i would would prefer something in the pve realm anyways yeah agreed when we're going down that pve um, idea queen's wrath reboot it make it better make it work and you could tie queen's wrath into some sort of poe like revival event skolas is trying to escape again and you need to go back in taken skolas let's do that taken (laughs) skolas actually poe with taken would be a really interesting interesting experience yeah because they're annoying enough as it is in story mode and the raid (laughs) imagine Mm -hmm. them in an arena setting oh my god my favorite fight of all of destiny was when we played skolas before the nerf before 
they basically made it wave-based enemies, and it was enemy spawn every 90 seconds, was it? Yeah, instead of at health intervals, yep. Yep, yep. Dude, that that was challenging, that was fun, it required teamwork and communication. I like when there are three-player really difficult PvE tasks to accomplish. As much as I enjoy King's Fall, and I think they've done a really good job making it pretty, uh, you have to spin a lot of plates... You know, I don't think they can go much further with six-man stuff you can do. Because hard mode, King's Fall, if one of your players isn't doing the mechanic correctly, it's pretty hard to make up for it, you know. Whereas Vault of Glass, you can you can definitely have two guys not even knowing what's going on, basically, and still carry them through most of it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and let's not even talk about Crota's end. You know, yeah, people so. are soloing it with rock band equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would say, yeah, I think a harder three-man Destiny Fireteam PvE experience for endgame, like on the levels of difficulty as King's Fall with, without three extra people, I think that would be really cool. Absolutely. All right, so we know that there's going to be some sort of update let's say an event in february when do you think the bigger thing that was talked about by irk about two or three weeks ago when do you think we're going to see that in the spring because let's remember e3 is going to probably be june or may i think we're going to see our larger update a little bit before e3 get the hype train back rolling e3 drops our destiny 2 trailer when do you think that bigger update is showing up the bigger update, I would say May, for sure. Okay. If we go, if we look back to last year, House of Wolves dropped in May. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so February is rolling around with an update. I would expect something late March, in between the February and the May update, and then right. the May is you know that really big drop. Maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, a raid would be incredible in may because i think a raid moving into the content that's releasing for destiny 2 would be really nice and that would be progressive too that's not something they've done before it would yeah (laughs) that's you know i'm i'm thinking with you know i don't know i was about to say i'm thinking with rose colored glasses but that would be nostalgia but uh, i'm thinking i'm very optimistic about what i expect in year two destiny but um i think after may it would have to be, you know, they can't, whatever's released in May shouldn't hold us over until September or November, whenever the next Destiny comes out. Because yeah. I think there's got to be something in between there because we looked at House of Wolves. That was two, three, four weeks of content when we beat all the Prison of Elders bosses, got kind of stale. And, you know, we were kind of sitting ducks for a month or two before Tekken King came out. So I would really hope mm-hmm. that they continue on like a, uh, seven, eight week rotation for content from the live team. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that'd be like a month and a half. I would think I would really like that. That seems really realistic as well. I think we're obviously going to get events up until the release of Destiny Two. This is a whole new ball game. Year Two is totally different. There was a lot of comfort in Year One, knowing that when you bought the season pass, Dark Blow was going to be a thing. House of Wolves was going to be a thing. Whereas right now, it's so up in the air. We don't even know when the next event is going to arrive. I know they're enjoying the surprise aspect of things, but uh, hopefully this radio silence breaks pretty soon and we're actually going to get a little bit more information because these content droughts and planning your time is a little bit easier. I know that when Taken King was coming out, 
I guess that's a bad example. When House of Wolves was coming out, I focused on getting my alt characters up to their max potential level prior to that. And I kind of planned my time around that. Whereas right now it's like, well, no, I'll just keep playing the main. I'll have time to do the alts later, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's a really good point because planning ahead is, it's a thing in gaming, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to see a roadmap in content. And if microtransactions are coming along with that content, you're not just, you know, allotting your time, scheduling your time ahead of time. You're actually scheduling financial purchases. You know, it's like, oh, March is rolling around and Bungie said this is a huge drop, just hypothetically that's going to be microtransactions in there as well. So I'm going to want to really buy that really, really awesome item. Then they're going to need to make those uh, decisions ahead of time so that they're more prepared for when it drops. Yeah, last-gen players probably want to start budgeting now for a next-gen console, I should say current-gen console, because I highly doubt Destiny 2 is going to be supported for the 360 and the PS3. I think most of the community would be pretty surprised if that were the case. I don't put it past yeah, Activision. I'm going to have to agree with you there on the uh, current gen <laughs> purchase yeah. upgrade, I should say, because mm-hmm. uh, I've, we've talked about it before, so I'm not going to say anything more on the matter. Time to upgrade. I, I do want to remind people, if you have a PS3 character, they automatically will transfer to PlayStation 4. If you have an Xbox 360 character, they automatically will transfer to the Xbox One as long as you're using the same account, basically. So if it's the same PSN ID, it's going to transfer back and forth. I had somebody I, I talked to in a YouTube comment this week where it was like, bro, I'm about to blow your mind. He's like, dude, I want to play it on PS4, but I put so much time into the PS3 character. I'm like, all right, man, you ready for this? You ready? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, Mind you blown? can just carry I him over. So. And yeah. don't forget, we're carrying our characters over from year one and two of Destiny through Destiny 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, yeah. For the 10 years they have the contract for. You know, we're not leaving anything behind. We're not starting over fresh when the new game launches. We're continuing on with our characters. Don't buy level boosts. <laughs> play through all Until the content we're at man. Like, yeah. if we're at destiny 3 there you go buy a level boost skip a bunch of stuff that's okay <laughs> destiny 1 not right no don't $30 don't do what it if, uh, what if the new destiny the raid in destiny 2 is with the stranger and Osiris and if you don't play oh, if you cool. don't know who the stranger is or who Osiris is through the story missions because you use that level boost to skip all of them you're going to be left behind. You're going to miss out on a lot of lore. <laughs> Bro, if you have ever done a WoW raid without, like, a WoW current set of raids without knowing what's going on in the stories or the expanded universe, you're screwed. There is so <laughs> much stuff happening. You're like, who's that panda? What is he doing to the orc? What's going on here? And then you find out later. So, like, I went through all of Missa Pandaria, really enjoyed it, and then I did the full raid content, and then there was an audiobook for, like, the latest book in between Missa Pandaria and Warlords of Draenor. And I listened to the audiobook while playing WoW. I know, incredibly nerdy. It was... I was waiting for a job to start. I had, like, a month, so <laughs> I wasted a bunch of time. But... It was really cool because the book had so much additional lore that made so much more sense. And then when you would go through the raid, you'd see little things happening. You're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is and what worked out there. <laughs> so Destiny books, when are they coming, right? Oh, man, not soon enough. I'll tell you that. 
And with that, I think we're going to wrap up this rather short show. Again, not a ton of news going on right now and with my internet being kind of fluky, hard for me and Diddy to do a normal discussion. But fear not, January 21st is around the bend and I think we're going to have some more social media drops from Bungie over this next week. And if not, I'm going to brainstorm some sweet topics for us to talk about, Diddy. So where can people find your content, Let's man? Let's do it. Let's dive into Destiny Extended Universe. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Excellent. Remember to follow us over at Destiny the Show on Twitter. Check out our friends DestinyTracker.com for the best place on the web to track your Destiny stats. Also check out at N64Josh for his guide on becoming a full-time streamer. Something pretty cool there. You can follow me at BBKDragoon on Twitter. Same name on YouTube. Have a great week, Guardians, and we'll talk with you next time.